Bruce Lawn. This is amazing, okay? Pastor Greg Laurie left us a comment on YouTube when I reacted to the Jesus Revolution movie. Now, why is that significant? Well, Pastor Greg Laurie is the exec one of the executive producers on the Jesus Revolution movie. Pastor Greg Laurie runs a big church out here. He's the pastor of a big church. He does the Harvest Festivals out here. Pull him up so everybody can get a picture. Just pull up a picture. Just Google Pastor Greg Laurie. Yeah, so that's Pastor Greg Laurie. If you guys don't know who Pastor Greg Laurie is, uh, massive uh, pastor. He's, he's out of Southern California, okay? And he's bringing back the Harvest Festival. First time since the pandemic, okay? It's a big deal. If you're in Southern California, you would know who this guy is because of the Harvest Festivals. Those are like our big outreaches. Think of the Billy Graham where Billy Graham would draw like 50,000 people. Like they, they fill out stadiums. Mm -hmm. He was on the Elephant Room, which I enjoyed. And he, uh, Harvest Church, right? Is that the church he pastors? Harvest it Festival, Harvest, Harvest Church. Christian Fellowship. But uh, I've, I've been watching him for years. So he saw our video from yesterday reacting to the trailer of Jesus Revolution. Now, apparently people have already been seeing this movie. I haven't seen it, but seen it? Yeah, like they've, been, they've been showing screeners oh, wow. at okay. their church, right? Wow. Harvest Crusade happening 11th and uh, 11-5 and 11-6 at the Anaheim Angel Stadium. These are huge, by the way, massive. Wow. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of famous Christians that are headlining it, yada, 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 and then there's a gospel presentation. A lot of people get saved at these things. Um, long story short, he saw the video reacting to the revolution. Now, so there's Pastor Greg Gloria with the check mark, okay? Hi, everyone. Thanks for the review. Here's a great behind-the-scenes video we did about the Jesus Revolution movie. Oh, snap. That's dope. I didn't even see that. That's the official. That's the official Pastor Greg Laurie YouTube. Now, I got a question for you guys. We're going to look at the clip he sent, but I got a question for you guys. Do you think this is really Pastor Greg Laurie? Let's see. Or you think that... No, 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 no. I know it's Pastor Greg Laurie's account. Oh, okay. You really didn't... How do you not... <laughs> or do you think this is an intern? Oh, do you want to... Do you think it's like one of those... We got an intern story that's going to drop we do later. We're not going to talk about it right now. But it could absolutely be the same because that's great marketing. Yeah. Him simply finding me reacting to the video, dropping me. I posted this on Twitter. I, you know, I, I, I'm about to react to this other video. Do you guys think it's an intern or do you think that's really him? I want to believe Greg Laurie has it's you, giving YouTube an intern? premium. I would like to know that <laughs> Greg Laurie has YouTube premium. And he's, a, and he's just scrolling through. He's very plugged in with the YouTube Tapped community. In. Yeah, yeah. He knows. Tapped in. Tapped in. Because, the, and, and this is the difference between, I think, pastors and like the i would say the next iteration of like online evangelist is that like the chosen is on everything they see everything that comes out right yeah, yeah. there's always someone that's like in a live chat yeah yeah, yeah. and it's either <laughs> dallas himself yeah or someone affiliated with them so i'm curious if this is really him because i think it's smart if you're a creator if you are releasing a movie a theatrical movie through lionsgate to be tapped into this sort of thing for positive vibration i would be really curious on his thoughts on my video because I went in deep on Lonnie Frisbee, yeah. and uh, and I'm assuming they don't, you know, they don't, they, they're not probably excited about that side of the story. It sounds like they didn't put any of that stuff in in terms of the way he passed away, but wow. it does sound like the movie is primarily about Pastor Greg Laurie's life and how Lonnie Frisbee led him to Christ. Oh wow! And so the stuff we see when it says like, "Oh, you're a square" or whatever, that leads with that that goes into his. Story. Oh, so that's young Pastor Greg Laurie that's in the young beginning. Pastor Greg Laurie. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently the movie's really about it. He's the executive producer. So what do you guys think? Is this really him or is this somebody else? Let's go. It's a story of finding yourself, finding your way, finding faith. I just think it's going to be so uplifting. There's comedy, there's tenderness, there's complexity with all of the characters. The production value is incredible. It feels like we've just been dropped into a moment in history. Audiences are going to get a strong message of love and hope. I hope people feel cheerful and joyful all at the same time. 
it's been seven years to the screen for this movie and every other movie that we've made along the way, Woodlawn, I can only imagine, I still believe, American Underdog, it's all been leading to this. Pause it. That's an ill track record. Yeah. I haven't seen any of those, <laughs> but I heard they're good. <laughs> when you are when you don't have time to be a... Uh, to be like a movie connoisseur, yeah. but you're like, I know those are bangers because everyone in the movie community talks about them. Everybody talks about those as like elite Christian movies. That's I remember discovering the Jesus Revolution Time Magazine cover story, and it was like unearthing this gem, and that led to this whole exploration. I want to meet people that live this. Come to find out Greg was a teenager, as was his wife Kathy, at the very origin of the Jesus movement in Southern California. The Jesus movement was an awakening. Not only was it the last... Pause this. I find it so interesting how people think this was like a false movement. Like, you you have no concept of, like, any of the pastors that have came out of this and the churches that they've impacted and the people that were impacted by the churches and the festivals that maybe you, they don't have the theology you want and maybe they didn't come from, like, a Presbyterian reformed background. But, like, bro, this movement impacted millions of people coming to Christ. What do you mean false movement? Like, people believe He's it was, like, heretical. He's a charismatic. Okay. He's, there's no healing. You don't get to heal people. Where's the doctrine? Seems like those not people. much has changed. Yeah, so those people, <laughs> yeah, seriously. So those people definitely don't think this was authentic, an authentic move of God, which is, like, nuts. Like, I don't know how, how you, how, how do you just dismiss and disqualify someone because you disagree with their theology. Yeah. Or or because or because they're problematic, because there's some sin issues. And you just discard everything that God did to a whole movement of people. But I saw some of those comments like the the hippie movement was bad, it ruined Christianity, all of our CCM music came from it. Like holy moly, man, you guys are so cynical. Yeah, it's also like, I don't know. It's like all these hippies are the same people that are like super square boomers nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I mean, they're I guess they're a lot older now. They're like, you know, they're maybe a little bit older than but yeah, it's like that heavy movement was so intense and so debaucherous sometimes that it's a trip that it's the same people that are like, yeah, don't wear a hat in the <laughs> church service. Right, right. <laughs> I don't think it's the same. I actually don't think it's the same oh, okay. people. That's Lonnie. That's who's playing Lonnie Frisbee right there. So he is in the movie. I just don't know how much of his story they told yeah. her. If this is just kind of like, hey, this is really Greg Laurie's autobiography, but uh, we're going to we're going to show the parts that make it real interesting with all the kind of A-list actors, but really it's the teenager at the beginning of the movie, right? And it's really Greg... Greg That's kind of clutch. It's kind of smart. Like we need to hire this, like, major Christian yeah. Big celebrity. faces, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then play it, but then make it look like, you know... But it's really... You know, it, that's interesting. But no, I think, it's, I think it's a lot of Lonnie's life. I just don't know if they... I'm curious how much of the full story they tell. I wonder if the movie transitions to Greg Laurie's life before it kind of gets to the end. Yeah, yeah, and I think it does touch on his fallout with uh, Chuck Smith. Yeah. Um, Okay, go ahead. American Awakening. I think it may have been the most significant of all. It's this beautiful fusion of Greg. Pause that. Rewind it. What did he say? Jesus movement was at the very origin of the Jesus movement in Southern California. The Jesus movement was an awakening. Not only was it the last great American awakening, I think it may have been the most significant of all. Pause it. The most significant of all awakenings or the most significant of all awakenings in America? Of all, uh, oh, whoa. I think he was saying uh, Probably in America. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the American okay. awakenings. It's like, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> some pretty rich times in history where Christian did some important stuff. 
There's a lot of good stuff that we're uh, leaving. I think he's talking about it in America. I mean, Lonnie's cool and all, and I like the I whole mean, yeah, hippie thing. The, but... the hippie thing's cool. <laughs> I don't mind charismatics, but uh, the most important, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Confusion of Greg's coming-of-age story, this hippie street preacher, Lonnie Frisbee, and a down-and-out pastor who's pretty much lost everything, and to see him open up his doors to these hippies, that completely changed everything. I think so many of us that were drawn into the hippie movement really were searching for something more. Greg Laurie, at the time, is the lost soul. He's looking for truth, and he finds it in all the wrong places and in one right place. Have you decided? Uh, um, I, uh, I don't know. You want to decide right now? Woo! Wow. That's heavy. So, so Greg Holy Laurie... Moly. Greg Laurie was brought to salvation directly from Lonnie, Lonnie Frisbee. Frisbee. Yes. And was baptized by Lonnie Frisbee. And was baptized by Lonnie Frisbee. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's heavy. Oh, yeah. Talk yeah. about in the weeds. Yeah. Jesus movement was definitely real. Um, wow. That's gnarly, man. That's yeah. Crazy. I, I want to see the movie, too. I'm, listen, this is, my, this is my whole ploy. Linda, listen. When Pastor Greg Laurie sees this, <laughs> comes on, shows me a screening, and then we do a long two-hour podcast. You know what to think about it? It was the greatest American revival <laughs> of all time, actually. All time. Not even just American. I agree. I agree with you. All right, let's run it. One of the things that excited me most about the script was the theme. The theme is loving the other. I think that's what our world needs. I think our world really needs to heal. I think it'll challenge people's notions of the need to be perfect to be a Christian. I want audiences to be encouraged if they leave the theater feeling encouraged. So, so there's Calvary Chapel. Again, remember, Lonnie Frisbee inspired Chuck Smith. Chuck Smith had Calvary Chapel. This Calvary Chapel's all over the world now. Yeah. And I was folks saying, I, I go to a Calvary Chapel in Germany. I go to a Calvary Chapel. Like, they're wow. everywhere. Now. Yeah. That, probably thousands of Calvary Chapels. So it was way bigger than just Southern California. Yeah, but it okay. sparked from Southern California. Yeah. And then it went on everywhere. Mm. Right? Go ahead. Then we've done our job. Our country and the world is prime for another revival. I am Pause that. Our country is primed for another revival. I don't think so. We have TikTok still. We need to ban TikTok first, and I think we'll be good. You want to ban TikTok? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually wonder, like, how much of an influence was, like, they don't have. Was the hippie movement very godless, or were they seeking um, spiritual kind of uh, experiences? That and so it like do you know what I'm saying like a very charismatic, uh, mystic type of leader mm -hmm. that's Christian mm -hmm. like a Lonnie Frisbee mm -hmm. might have fit that mold mm -hmm. of what they were looking for because they were looking into mysticism and um, and just like charismatic ways of living and being very goofy and like that's the Lonnie Frisbee. Whereas nowadays, like, is there a delay? Is is there more? Is it more? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I don't know if that's what people are seeking for. Are they seeking for spiritual experiences and that, that's what could cause a revival? Like, what's the difference between a revival then and a revival now? That's such a great question. I don't know. I don't, I don't have a clean-cut answer for you. I yeah. don't know en en enough of the movement. From my understanding, the hippies were wild. Mm -hmm. Okay, they, they was all about free love and sex and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And they did not like the idea of absolute truth. They were countercultural. They didn't like the mainstream mm. culture. Okay. Um, and they found solace amongst this community that they were welcomed in. And a lot of them radically repented. Right? Wow. So, like, Pastor Don Absher, Pastor uh, uh, Stephen Maddox, guys that, like, knew these guys. Like, Pastor Don, Pastor Steve knew these guys personally. Yeah. They were, Pastor Steve was on drugs and like they were wild, bro. 
And so they all radically got saved and like, you know what I mean? Like changed their lives, everything, like turned around stuff, you know? And I'm, and I'm guessing some of them probably still struggled. You know, I'm guessing some of them still, I mean, obviously Lonnie did. The hippies were absent the truth as the most are. I don't think so. I don't see that. That's exactly what I was talking about. Folks that are like, there, it doesn't have the truth. Like based on what? Like they're preaching the gospel. Same dude. You know, it, you, you could say that if there was no repentance and fruit. Yeah. If there were, if, if all of these people went on living like hell, I'd be like, okay, yeah, you know, right? Yeah. But the thing is, they didn't all go on living like And there hell. was a degree of, of fruit, a, a huge degree. A lot of fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Na- like international impact of people that came to faith through Calvary chapels, through vineyards, and through churches that spun outside of that. Hey, let me tell you this. You like Mike Winger? There's the fruit. Mike Winger <laughs> is a Calvary chapel pastor. Yeah. One of the biggest, oh, most wow. influential really? pastors online is a Calvary chapel pastor. So, like, how do you measure fruit? Uh, Are transformed lives not fruit? Is proper preaching of the gospel and repentance not fruit? Like, what do you mean by fruit? Like, what are you saying? Like, they need to keep the Sabbath? They need to become post-Messianic Jews? Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean by fruit? Some of you guys are goobers, you know? Like, it would be one thing if they they went on living uh, 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 godless lives. They didn't. They repented. A lot of them repented and changed and completely. Listen, Linda, listen. These folks was out here smashing anything that walks, Oof. doing LSD, Oof. okay? These were not, like, moral people. You know, my, uh... <laughs> this is sex positivity. This is on the heels of birth control. This is on the heels of Roe v. Wade. This is on the heels of, like, this is on the heels of the drug revolution, Vietnam War, all these different things. So these folks was out here wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's my old pastor at the church I grew up was, he was a pastor of the second campus of Horizon. Mm-hmm. So, and the Horizon was the offshoot, you mentioned it in the other one, mm-hmm. um, of the whole Calvary Chapel and all that stuff. And he's this like really square, super sweet guy. And I remember him talking about his his past of of using drugs and all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? And he's that, he's that, he came from that movement, that right. whole hippie. And, but he wouldn't talk about it super like, intense as you would find some other really charismatic communicators mm-hmm. where they're like i was on drugs and now i'm set free right, right it was right, more right. just like you know back in my past and then god set me free and it was the most powerful thing but it's funny because you wouldn't have thought like seeing the context of it now in this in this movie and seeing with these other scenes and stuff mm-hmm. is like my old pastor that was like super square and like mm-hmm. super sweet guy was like one of them mm-hmm. was like out there doing all the drugs, mm-hmm. just super hippie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy to think about. It's it's really crazy to think about. It's crazy to think about that some of y'all grandmas was out here thoughting around. <laughs> oh, stop it! Some of y'all grandmas was y'all, out here thoughting around. I'll say I'm wild. And the Jesus Revolution <laughs> saved their life. Oof! Because had they kept thoughting around into the '80s, when AIDS came, oof. Right? So, you know, I don't think you guys quite understand how impactful this movement was, right? If, if folks were getting saved in the 70s, yeah, mid-70s, it was, it was, it was because of this movement. What, what would churches be like if it wasn't for this movement? Like, do you think we would ever just still, we would still end up in the same place? Or do you think the hippie movement made a new wave of like Christians understanding culture? I think it was that. I think it was. I think because this is also on the heels 
of Billy Graham and, yeah. and on the heels of civil rights. So you also got to remember socially what was going on. Vietnam War, which was awful, yeah, right? The civil rights movement, mm-hmm. you had JFK, MLK, and uh, what was JFK's brother's name? All assassinated. JFK and his brother were publicly assassinated. I think there's a video of, the, of both of those. MLK to his... So this is a really, really, really hard time in American history. This stuff was happening. Taking lots and of so this was overlapping some of the social issues, right? Like, whereas Billy Graham was kind of agnostic on, like, the social issues, these folks were like, no, man, like, you can't just fight illegal wars. So he was agnostic, Billy Graham was agnostic on social Billy issues. Billy Graham wouldn't march with Dr. King, and he said that was the one regret that he <gasps> needed to repent of after the fact. That's dark. Yeah, yeah, he, they, they, they were friendly, but he did not march with him. He's trying to Where, get that McDonald's, that NordVPN sponsorship. You're stupid. <laughs> Keep these, family friendly. But these folks, well, Robert Kennedy, thank you, Mark. These folks, as hippies, were socially engaged. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were they were socially engaged. Like they were, um, there was overlap between the hippies and the civil rights movement. Like they were like, yo, but you can't treat black people like this. This is bad, <laughs> right? Yeah. Whereas as as uh, Billy Graham was unfortunately more apathetic towards towards some of this stuff. Yikes. Yeah. That's dark. ...that this movie will bring hope to a generation. I think you're going to see something on the screen you've not seen before. This story changed our nation and in many ways changed the world. You feel swept up into this movement if a Jesus revolution happened before and again. Why can't the next Jesus revolution begin right now? Why can't the next Jesus revolution begin right now? He can heal anyone. If you look a little deeper... If you look with love, you'll see an entire generation searching for all the right things, mm. just in all the wrong places. Woo! We can only walk through doors open to us. In your church, that's a door that's shut. So I ask you, Pastor, what would it take for you to be desperate? Seems the movement's wow. everywhere. It's spreading like wildfire. Let's see what God has in mind. Sheesh! I'm sold. I'm in. That looked good, man. I'm not going to lie. That trailer is much better. Than the uh, first one. That was better than the first one. Uh, what do you guys think that would this would require us engaging to see a revival like this happen? Because he says these are people looking for the right things in all the wrong places. Mm. So today... What are some of the right things people are looking for that they need to be redirected? One of the reasons why I like to speak to the red pill, because I see men wanting to become incapable, strong in the wrong ways with the wrong presuppositions. Right. So I actually think there's a good desire for men wanting to become strong, capable, masculine men with the total wrong prescriptions and, and, and a false ideology around it or praxology. Hippies. So, sorry, Rollo. <laughs> hippies were. Oh, this is Rollo's. Oh, no. Right. This is after Rollo. Yeah. Hippies were set up. With for with a great paradigm mm-hmm. to be introduced to the gospel, though, because tell me why they were in they were set up with this idea of, um, you know the the, the kind of the original love is love, mm-hmm. um, there is no wrong, there is mm-hmm. no like there is no objective truth, mm-hmm. uh, and they their whole movement was based on peace mm-hmm. and loving and understanding, and so they had these big powwows of understanding. So if you were to share the gospel with someone that had that paradigm of peace and love and understanding each other, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, wait, 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 wait. What you're saying is actually makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. versus a red pill. Their paradigm is us against the world, and it isn't let's hear you out. It's like, 
he got emotional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where where's the empirical data? Mm. You know, it, it's it's from a more like angry standpoint, and yeah. I, I feel like well, we have the empirical data on our side though. Well, no, no, totally. But it's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not about that. Their paradigm is is like an. Angry... I just used I just used red pills one. Oh yeah, no, I'm saying I'm. I would say here. I, I would say it transfers to almost everything. I would say nowadays everyone's so angry. I would say that LGBTQ IA community yeah. has angry. They're angry, but what is the <laughs> crux? What is the crux of that? Don't bully people. Don't treat people different because they're different. Right? Yeah. Yep. Respect people. Honor them as the Imago Dei. Looking for that in, wrong, in the wrong places. Yeah. Right? No, but, that, but, but, yeah. But, but the crux, think about the heart, though. Like, the heart is not wrong. Yes. Hey, if someone sins different than you do, they wouldn't acknowledge it as sin. But if someone expressed themselves different, exactly. hey, don't, don't treat them bad. Don't bully people. Don't, yep. mis- don't, 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 don't speak ill of people. And then what happens? The church is like, you're bad anyway. You're stupid. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? An overcorrection. Then these people get into Hollywood. Then they get into power. Then they get into influencing positions. Yeah. And so now there's an overcorrection that's happened with that specific community. Mm. But most most marginalized groups are like that. That's the thing that folks don't understand. Feminists. What happened? O- marginalized women. Yep. Overcorrected. Mm-hmm. Right. What happened with the civil rights movement? MLK gets assassinated. What happened? BLM. The oh. organization overcorrected. A lot of years later. Yeah. Overcorrected. Scam. Full on scam. Mm-hmm. Right? Full on scams. Right? Um, so, a lot of times, I think people. Which side of history will <clears throat> you be on? I think people created in the image of God have an understanding of common grace or natural law. They see how we're supposed to function and they see when the church falls short in these areas and then they overcorrect. Hmm. And this is the same thing with any marginalized group. Any group that sees. And I'm going to say this word and something's going to trigger some of you guys in it, but it's okay. Any group that sees mistreatment or injustice of people who are weaker is going, once they get into power, are going to overcorrect. They're going, they're going to overcorrect. Break that down. What do you mean by that? Like, you mean people that... We've seen past discrimination with yep. whites against black. Mm-hmm. So then Kim D rides out. Imbram Kimdi rises up and says, the only way to fix past discrimination is with future discrimination against white people. Whoa. That's that's an overcorrection. Yeah, that is quite the overcorrection. Right? But is the initial presupposition not true? People mistreat people. Yeah. Right? People mistreat people. The conclusion is you're looking for the wrong solutions. You don't fix past discrimination with future discrimination. Mm, You You fix discrimination by doing everything you can to not allow people to discriminate against people based on anything. So okay, the desire yeah. is is not a bad desire, right? It's just a it's just a it's just a, it's like the whole like Tate thing like this is why I'm a Muslim. It's like, well what would you what is the alternative, bud? What is the alternative? Yeah, Ye- yeah. Yeet them? Like yeet all of them? Like what are you saying? Yeah. Like you don't yeet people because they sin? Like that's stupid. Like this ain't Leviticus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't yeet people because they're bad like or because they sin. Like and then and then what what does that say about you? And, what do you do with that? Like, how do you navigate that that conversation, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? That's interesting. Yeah, I, I would be interested interested to see if other people think that we're on the verge of a revival. That'd be so cool to see in my lifetime. I think it's very possible. Yeah. I think I think it's very possible. I think. How big was this revival? The the original Jesus movement was it? I, I mean, I don't know. How, how do you quantify that? Like, like, Nash, is, like, like nowadays, would it make headlines consistently would it would it trend on twitter top 10 multiple times a year would it this was like front page of all the magazines back then okay this was this was a big deal 
Okay. This was bigger, in my opinion, this is bigger than Carl Lentz. This is bigger than Justin Bieber becoming a Christian. This would be like Justin Bieber becoming a Christian. So and new, then like, new sites covering, the, yes. they met here, da, 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 yes. and, this, and from yes. a non-religious point of view, covering yes. religious things. Yes. Okay. This would be Justin Bieber becoming a Christian and and plugging into a church and then like thousands of people plugging into churches wow. and getting delivered. This this was This was a big deal. This was not like... Oh, like people were into Jesus. And that's the unfortunate <laughs> part is like there was a moment where it seemed like there was this like weird thing happening with like the Jesus is King stuff. And, you know, it was all, like so. And then Justin Bieber preaching at his conf, uh, concerts. concerts and yeah. Stuff. Every night him talking about Jesus at his concert or bringing yeah. out a pastor. There was this brief moment. And then these guys having churches. And it was like, oh, a lot of young people, folks least likely to go into church, all of a sudden are churches. So there's this real brief moment that like seemed like it was the cusp of that, and then COVID happened, and then uh, everybody it lost their mind. Kind of fizzled out at the Jesus is cool moment, and then yeah. Here's the thing: I, you guys might think this is crazy. I don't think revival can happen without local churches. I like that. So you could have like Kanye was having the gospel preached at his... I remember going to Jesus King, bro, and the entire stadium singing Jesus is King, and then not one gospel presentation, like four gospel presentations. They were pounding the gospel home at these people, and 95% of the audience was not Christian. Wow. It was guys in leather jackets and sunglasses inside with their Yeezys on. <laughs> it was such a it yeah, was yeah. such a meme, bro. Like, the whole thing was such a meme and like a, a, like a hype beast avatar. Wow. But... It was, and it was like they hit it from every angle. Like it was like you get there and like Mike Todd comes out and he's like welcoming everybody. Fifteen minute preaching. Then it goes into the 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 the, the mess, the music. Then it goes into the guy, the choir director. I forget his name. Preaching in the middle of the music. Right. Put your faith in Jesus. Put your faith in Jesus. Then Adam Tyson comes out and full on like reformed Calvinist Turner Burn like. Hardcore, hardcore preaching yes bro wow. like you don't want to go to hell like not watered down mike todd like opposite <laughs> of mike todd yeah. it was the most interesting thing and the whole thing ends with uh jesus is lord and a whole stadium of people and it was free wow kanye rented out the form and it was free so this is this is the end of 2019 you're saying maybe that's lacking local church like without that yes without local church you gotta plug people in a church it's just like all right cool cool yeah. moment yeah. Uh, shout out to Chris. He says, I believe a revival is inevitable. These subjective truths are starting to implode on themselves. The only thi- thing that can stand is is the way and the truth. Amen. Amen. Um, celebrity revival light. Yeah. I think discipleship is a big need. Amen. And well, that, when I say local church, you're totally right. When I say local church, I'm definitely meaning so that people can get discipled. Right? Like, like if yeah. like you do this whole thing and you're like, oh, by the way, on your way out, you know, or hey, text this number and we'll get you plugged into a local or whatever format that is. But see, these weren't just events. That was another thing. These weren't just events. These were like spontaneous moments all over the country that were all happening at the same time. Wow. Um, D- Diana says, I think we are on the cusp of, of a revival. The transgenderism movement is pushing things so far that it has driven people to turn back. I, I would agree. agree. I agree. I um, think people are turning back to like the same way that Tate turned to Christianity, now Islam. From a, a logical standpoint mm-hmm. of like, it's good for society. Mm-hmm. I think some people might turn back because they're like, this thing is not good for society. Mm-hmm. It's not good for us. What is? What has historically worked? I think yeah. people might turn back more from a from a um, a logical 
Yes. Interest versus an emotional interest. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, I think you need everything. I think you need relational. You need the logic. You need the apologetics. You need the experience. You need it all. You know? Yeah. That was a misstep with the Billy Graham Crusades. Yes, people fell through the cracks because of a lack of discipleship. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, if you guys could smash the like button on this video, please uh, make sure you're subscribed here. Guys, uh, make sure you're subscribed here. Uh, we're about to crack 50,000 subscribers on the Bless God Studios channel. Um, mastermyhabits.com, free resources. So we have a how to study the Bible at mastermydevo.com, which is dope. But uh, mastermyhabits.com is a free course on freedom-forming habits. Okay, look at that. It came up perfectly. Sign up for that. Check that out. Uh, we're going to get out of here. I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right? Peace. Peace.